You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated L for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. On this week's episode, we are going to talk about what could be one of the biggest wins you will ever achieve in your life. The Klaus to the Heart podcast begins right now. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things, worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, and on here we will discuss a variety of different topics from sports to entertainment to pop culture, but above all else, we will discuss how we can make a positive difference for ourselves and for those in and around our lives. I may go on rants, I may go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. And welcome to the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. And a little bit different format, and this show is dropping extremely late. And uh, if you listen to the real podcast on Saturday, our power trip in through the 80s, uh, Wednesday, you you know, we had some technical issues with the Wi-Fi and the substandard service of the um, the company that oversees the Wi-Fi here in Studio H. But we got all of that stuff cleared up, and we're back here in the studio after uh, a couple of weeks of uploading some live recording sessions that I had the privilege of being a part of. Uh, we're back here on our normal format in the studio. I am running solo uh, this week, but I want to talk about something that is really hammering home for me personally, both you know directly and indirectly, like from an outsider's point of view looking in. Uh, and I've made no bones about the fact that a lot of the show topic ideas come from motivational posts and memes and things of this nature. This is no exception. Uh, and uh, like for usual, this, this was presented to me from my sister-in-law, Melissa, who finds great topic ideas and sends them to me. She sent this one last week. It um, very timely. It's very timely because when I read this thing, there were a few people, like a handful of people that popped 
instantly popped in my mind. Like, this is something that they're going to need to hear. And I'm going to do the best that I can to try to dive into this thing to um, kind of expand on this. Because the meme itself is one sentence, but it's a pretty powerful one. And I, I'm going to give my my point of view, my perception of this. And, uh, you know, some people are going to agree with it. Some people are not. That goes with the territory with regardless of what we're talking about, regardless of what the topic is, because it's just not going to register with everybody. Because here's the thing. I look at shit a whole lot differently than most people do. And I get condemned for that. You know, I get called a dreamer. I get called unrealistic. I get called, you know, and I'm, this is the big one. This is the big one I'm, I'm often told. You don't know what I'm going through. And you're absolutely right. I don't know what you're going through, specifically. Generally speaking, though, I have a pretty good goddamn idea. I do. The problem is, is that when I present it from my point of view, when I am looking at it from an outside perspective looking in, I get the most resistance from an audience, from an audience member, from a listener, from a fan. Because they don't want to hear what I have to say. They don't want to hear how I'm presenting it because it triggers something in their mind that makes them wonder, am I doing the right thing? Am I going about things the right way? Truth of the matter is, folks, there is no right way or wrong way in the grand scheme of things. You know, like we deal with things individually. We look at things individually. We feel things differently. What may be passionate to me may not mean jack shit to you. Vice versa. But you see, that's where we need to get back on the same page of trying to form some sort of understanding and some sort of compassion for what those people in our lives that mean something to us. Like we want, like for me, anybody who knows me on a personal level, even if you've just, if you don't know me on a personal level, if you've listened to this show, this particular show, I'm not talking about power tripping through the 80s. I'm not talking about the real podcast. I'm not talking about any of the other shows here because I have a different frame of mind when I go into the studio to record those shows. This is more of a passion project for me because on this show, the flagship show, this is where you get the real me. How I feel about things, how I go about things, and I don't give a fuck if if it's condemned or not, these are my feelings, but you're listening, but you tune in every week because something I do, something I say, the way I approach things resonates with you. I take that very, very seriously. Like I'm all about having a good time. I'm all about having fun. I'm all about trying to find the silver lining in life. And I realize I'm a realist in, in this aspect. Some days, it seems virtually impossible to find anything positive because there's just so much fuckery going on in your lives. 
I have some very, very special people in my life. They are in my inner circle, a very exclusive group, very exclusive group. These are people that I will go to hell and back for. These are people that I am going to go above and beyond for. Now, I realize my approach at things, trying to look at the silver lining, trying to instill some sort of positivity. Okay, yeah, shit sucks right now. But maybe if you look at it like this, I realize that there are times that you may be in the midst of a complete, in your mind, in a complete mental fucking breakdown that the last thing you want to hear is anything positive. And you get frustrated with me because I'm trying to put a positive spin on it. And this is where I get the, I get the phrases, you don't know what I'm going through. You don't understand. No, I don't know what you're going through, but I do understand. You're you're talking to a man that has gone through more than enough um, turmoil, controversy, uh, disruption, like all of it. Over the course of a handful of years, man, it's been nonstop. It's been one thing after another. And I, look, no, I don't know what your specific situation may be unless you privilege me with that inside information, in which case I will, I will still do everything that I can to try to reshift your focus because that's what I do. Whenever something overwhelmingly negative comes across my radar or it threatens my inner peace, I will rechannel that energy in a more productive or positive manner. I have those aspects. I have those avenues. It's things like this. It's like designing merchandise. It's like trying to come up with a plan for the next live event. It's, uh, you know, there, I have these avenues. Not a lot of people do. But you have aspects that you can embark on, even if it's a brand new project or things of this nature, that you can reshift your focus. Not just to clear your mind and not just to take some of that, that despair off your plate, man, but like there's things that we can do to refocus. Yeah, look, I get it, man. Life throws curveballs all the time. And we could sit here all day long and 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 pick apart and you know why why me why is this happening like i do that shit all the time when do i get my break you look at things in your life right now that are less than ideal and you try to make sense of it because somewhere in your mind you're like something has to change here but unless you are actively willing to put in the effort to make these changes, nothing will change. It's going to be a recycled circle of bullshit that continues to rattle around your mind. And that's your predominant thought, your, your mood, your outlook, your everything. We forget who the fuck we are. It happens, and there's a number of 
there's a variety of different influences that allow that to happen. More often than not, 9.9 times out of 10, it's because you're looking at your past. You are looking at the different things in your life that you have done that you can look back on and be like, damn, why did I do that? In At the time, you justified it. At the time, your brain made sense of it. Like you, you felt this sense of entitlement. You deserved to do this because it provided, even if it's just a temporary thing, some sort of reprieve from the bullshit. But in the grand scheme of things, as you look back on it, you're like, wow, I probably shouldn't have done that. And you can look at that that day, that instant, and be like, okay, that set a course of action to where I am right here and now. And it's not good because this is where you're at right now. You're dealing with a lot of self-doubt. You're dealing with, in some cases, self-sabotage in, in, in extreme cases. And this, this stems from a less than ideal past or a, a situation in your past that just provide, I mean, it may have had moments of happiness or what you felt like was happiness. It may have provided you these moments of at the time, this is where you felt like you needed to be, but over the course of time, from that point, you realize that, man, I, that is not what was really happening. Like the, the proverbial mask comes off, or the, the realization that the situation that you're talking about just was not good. Overall, more cons than pros. Now, I'm going to read you something. I'm going to read you one sentence. And then I'm going to do the best that I can to expand on it. Okay? And again, this is my point of view. This is the way I look at it. This is what you tune in for. Because the greatest compliment that I ever get in doing podcasting is I get some sort of feedback. Now, generally, it's from people that I know that I care about. But every once in a while, you, the content here, the show, resonates with a new listener to the point to where they feel some sort of a connection. Like, that happened very, very recently. My friend Derek... Um, forwarded one of my shows, one of the episodes of this of this show to a friend of his that he works with, and she has become a fan of the show because Derek and his friend feel like I'm talking directly to them. And a lot of you have expressed similar sentiment. You feel like I'm talking to you personally. I am. Even though it's on a very public realm, I am talking to you. If you are listening to my voice right now, it is me 
in the studio, in front of my computer, in front of one microphone. I have nobody to bounce anything off of. I am talking to you. I am talking to you with the absolute best interest at the forefront because there is nothing that I hate more than good people who are dealing with so much negativity that it starts to alter how they feel or how they view themselves when they look at themselves in the mirror or they evaluate their stance in life. I'm going to read you something, and I need you to listen to this, and I'm going to expand on it, okay? So whatever you're doing right now, stop. Stop doing what you're doing right now and give me nine seconds to listen to what I'm fixing to say, okay? Stop right now and listen. The biggest win is finding yourself all over again when you thought you never would. Now, I'm going to say that again, and I want you to register this, because then I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to dive deep into this thing, man. The biggest win is finding yourself all over again when you thought you never would. Now, This resonates because I went through this. I am an individual who forgot for an extended amount of time who the fuck I am. A lot of you are going through the same thing. A lot of you have forgotten who you are. And there's a number of reasons why that's a thing. Like I said, a lot of it stems from less than ideal circumstances in your past. Less than ideal people who have compromised your self-esteem, your self-worth, the way you view the world, and the people in it. And when that happens... We start to second guess just about every aspect of our individual existences. Now, what I'm fixing to go into here, self-admittedly, I realize is not going to register with all of you. Because this is where I get met with, you don't know what, uh, what you're talking about. You don't know what I've been through. No, I don't. But I know why. Problem is, people don't want to hear it. They don't want to hear it because they don't want to be told that perhaps the way they're going about shit ain't the right way to do it. People hate being told that they're wrong. Now, with that being said, let me just say, I realize that with every individual, and you know, people look at things, they feel about things completely different. The way I look at things is way is different than what you look at. Look, this 
This was hammered home as recently as yesterday for me. When the one person that means the absolute world to me is going through something like this and I'm struggling trying to find the right words to find the right thing to say that will make that will make them snap out of it. And, I, and I'm told, you don't know what you're talking about. I can't deal with this. I don't want to listen to this. You don't want to listen to this because it's making you realize you're really beating yourself. People hate hearing that. Now, I'm not talking specifically about this one specific aspect. I'm talking generally here. People hate being told that the way they're going about shit ain't the right way because you wind up in the same damn situation once you get over the cycle of fuckery. We could sit here all day long and pick out what's wrong with the world, what's wrong with the people in our lives, everything that we did wrong that brought us to this point. And there are people who actually feel like that this point of despair that they're in, this rock bottom that that they feel like that they're in, they deserve to be there because of something that they did in their past. If I adopted that philosophy, I would still be in the same damn situation that I just walked away from because I realized that is not who I want to be, that is not where I want to be, and that is not what I how I want my life to go. Ultimately, only you have that, that power. Now, there are going to be people and there are going to be situations that are going to try their damnness to influence what you do, who you are, because it doesn't fit their specific narrative. A lot of times, this centers around like an ex, ex ex-lover, ex-spouse, ex-significant other, something along these lines. That's where a lot of this stems from. Not exclusively. It could be job-related. You could just be fucking miserable at your job to the point to where it has altered who and what you are and how you view the world and how you treat people because of how you're feeling. When at the end of the day, on your worst day, and this is what people need to realize, on your worst day, you are still better than 99% of the general population because in this day and age, where everybody centers everything around technological advances and social media and having all of these aspects at our disposal (coughs) that I'm getting fired up, as you can tell. At some point, you got to stop. At some point, you need to take a goddamn breath. At some point, you have to pinpoint what aspects of your life are not filling your sales. You've heard me say a thousand times, I use the analogy, we are the captains of our own ship and the ocean is our world. And you can either navigate that ship on your own will or you're going to let the ocean dictate where the fuck your vessel goes. I did that for a long time. And you want to know what I found out? I wound up on a deserted fucking island. 
And it wasn't all sunshine, rainbows, laugh tracks, and everything else that you would have found on, like, the old TV show, uh, uh, Gilligan's Island. This ain't it. This is real fucking life. And I realize, look, I'm, I am extremely raw this week, but I feel like in this case, I kind of got to, I kind of have to hammer this shit right between your eyes. Because I could sit here and be as politically correct as I possibly can and, you know, take a PG approach at this. But the fact of the matter is, I have found that when I go the PG route, the point of the message is being lost because it's not being hammered home with a sense of urgency that it truly deserves. So, yeah, I'm fired up. Yeah, I'm raw. Yeah, this is more adult-oriented, R-rated, if you will. But this is what registers with people for some reason. It would be no different if you and I were sitting down in an office setting or at a restaurant setting or in a living room. You have called on me to help you navigate through this bullshit that you're going through. It would be no different if I was sitting in front of you and I and I, we were having an actual one-on-one face-to-face conversation because I feel like I would approach it much like this. This is what you're tuning in for. It ain't because of my uh, golden pipes, I can tell you that. It ain't because I have a sultry tone to my voice. One of the worst things that you could ever allow is an, is outside influences to cause you a degree of anxiety to the point to where you forget who you are because you have been told you're not good enough. You have been made feel you have been made to feel like you are inadequate. You have been made to feel like what you want out of life is unobtainable. It's a pipe dream. That's not real life. Real life is this. Bull fucking shit. Real life is what you make of it. And the first thing that you got to do when you embark on life When you embark on a journey that ultimately is where you want to be, is how you want to feel, you are going to encounter obstacles, roadblocks, and detours. More often than not, they are going to be influenced by people, scenarios, and situations that are less than ideal. They do not bring any point of positivity to your life. Nobody really wants to go through life miserable, anxious, upset, mad, heartbroken, all of these ill feelings. Nobody wants to go through that shit day in and day out. It's exhausting. And it eats you up from the inside out. You may think that you're no-selling. You may think that you have it under wraps. You may think that you have the system beat. You know, it's an internal thing. You're talking to a guy that made a fucking living out of that. 
And I was good at it. I know sold the shit out of life until it got to a point to where it was too much for me. I'm an optimist person, optimistic person, but I'm real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could sit here and and just allow the ocean to dictate what what I'm going to do or who I'm going to be. But I know I have come to the realization that where those waters take me is not where I need to be. It's not where I want to be. It's not going to allow me to be who I want to be. So you goddamn right I made some changes. Pissed a lot of people off in the process. Alienated a lot of people in the process. I have not one regret. Not one. Because in order for me to be what I need to be to those people in my life that actually mean something, you know, those ones in that inner circle I was talking about, I had to regain control of my life. And when you regain control of your life, this is where the most significant amount of resistance is going to present itself to you with every intention of shutting you down, with every intention of telling you that what you want to do is wrong. Fuck that and fuck them. Absolutely not is that the case. Drives me crazy when I see friends of mine, like when I do go on social media, which is not all that often now, other than like sharing the links to the shows and, and uh, you know, things like promotional shit. Like very rarely do I go on Facebook to scroll anymore because it just makes me goddamn sick. Especially, you know, it, it, it frustrates me to no end when I see friends that I care about or people in my life that I care about and, and, and they're posting all of these memes and, and sharing all these different posts about how shitty life is and, you know, everything is all doom and gloom. You're allowing that to happen. You're allowing that to be a thing in your life. Because for whatever reason, you haven't tapped into your inner core that really powers that that desire, that really powers all of the emotions that come into play that need to come into play in order for you to become, to be, and to be where you want to be, to be who you want to be. We can't let other people tell us who we are because if that's the case, who you are fundamentally is a threat to them because it hammers home what they're not and it hammers home what they are, which by and large is a complete asshole. You know what I mean? So how do you win? How do you achieve that biggest win? How do you find yourself again? When you thought you when you think that you can't. There's a number of things that 
have to happen. You don't want to hear it. Probably don't want to hear it because, well, it it forces you temporarily to go down the rabbit hole. Because, like I said, like when people start to realize that they are losing their control over another individual, they it goes with the cliche: desperate times call for desperate measures. And they're in their fucked up little brains, like that is desperation because they're losing that sense of control over you. You've said enough is enough. You've had enough. This is not how you want to feel. This is not what you want to be. This is not where you want to be. Something's got to change here. And it ain't going to happen on its own. More often than not, you are going to have to put the the proverbial helmet on and put your head down and here we go. Doesn't have to be physically confrontational, but I mean, I I realize that there are cases where that does become a thing. So how do you win? How do you rediscover yourself? So many of you for a long time have just, you've conceded that this is where you are in life. And this is what, this is all you have to go on. If you don't do anything, this is where you're going to be. This is what you have to look forward to tomorrow, next week, a month from now, to the point where it just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And the next thing you know, you look back on on the last decade of your life And you've realized how much time you've lost. Time don't do no jobs. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to keep going whether you want it to or not. Do you want to be miserable every day? I would suggest probably not. So here's the thing. There's a few aspects that we can do here. Take it or leave it, but like this is what it's, in in my experience, this is what has to happen. It starts with this. Now, a lot of this is stemming from personal experience. Especially when you're dealing with an ex, ex, spouse, fiance, um, significant other of some sort. The relationship has deteriorated. There is a level of abuse going on. Could be psychological, could be physical, could be a combination. And they do that because they feel like they're in control. This is very true with narcissists. I know that firsthand. I see the effects of it firsthand. Every fucking day! The first thing you got to do is um, reestablish control. 
because at the end of the day, you are a human. Uh, presumably in most of your right mind. I mean, you've recognized the fact that you ain't happy and this ain't where you want to be. This ain't how you want to feel. Uh, that's a start. But for many of you, this this scenario happens because you've kind of allowed it to happen. Because of fear, because of um, the what could be's. You're afraid that if you try to stand up for yourself, the other individual is going to do everything in their power to keep you down under their thumb. That is no place for anybody to live. You got to regain control. You don't have to embark in that kind of behavior. You don't have to. People feel like they do, especially when like when there's kids involved. You know, this is where you uh you you start hearing about baby mama drama or baby daddy drama because these sorry sacks of shit have has has been a dominant factor in the deterioration of that relationship when they start to realize that they no longer have control or they're no longer the focal point in your life they're going to do everything that they can to maintain that status in your life you don't have to allow that you don't have to embark in text conversations. You don't have to sit there on the phone and listen to, listen to them run you through the ringer and you know try to project their ill feelings, their fucked up situations onto you. You don't have to engage in that. I don't give a shit if you've got kids involved or not. Because if it's happening to you, what the shit do you think is happening with the kids? You know what I mean? And I, I get it. It's easier said than done. But you got to do it. Or else this is where you're going to be for the foreseeable future. You know, there's laws in place for a fucking reason. And... You know, granted, the the judicial system, especially when you deal with things like this, like like domestic abuse or or um, any kind of of scenario that indicates or produces any kind of abuse, verbal, physical, whatever. Um, like everybody feels like that they are entitled to act the way that they do. That's not the case. Okay. Now, I understand the level of fear and anxiety that goes in when you are trying to stand up for yourself because, like I said, the other party is going to do, is going to say and do anything that they can to keep you under their thumb. When they realize that they no longer have that control, you're going to go through a, a wide range of, of situations where, like I said, in their minds, Desperate times call for desperate measures, and they're going to do everything that they can to to condemn you, to make you feel less than, to do all of that. And you start believing that shit. 
Everybody deserves to have a happy existence. Everybody deserves to be happy with who and what they with who and what they are. It took me a while to realize that, man, but once once that registered in my brain, I made the decision to change my course of action, knowing full well what that would entail. And I never fucking wavered. I stood in the middle of the proverbial shit storm. I didn't even hold an umbrella. I'm like, bring it. Bring me what you got. Because I'm now of the mindset that no matter what you do, no matter what you say, is not very, it's not indicative of who I am as an individual. It's what you're dealing with with yourself. People don't like hearing that. They don't like knowing that in the grand scheme of things, they are the heel of the scenario. They are the bad guy. They are they are the asshole of the situation. And now to their to their clique, to their family, oh poor poor you. You're the victim and blah, blah, blah. what they don't take into consideration is the bullshit that they bestowed upon you. You're only getting one side of the story. Regaining control of your life is going to be step one. And severing those ties that control, as difficult as it can be, will be one of the most rewarding things that you will ever do. And yeah, they, the barrage of bullshit will continue to try to rain down. But with every storm that they bring to you, it gets a little less intense, a little less intense. Slowly but surely, it starts going down that way because they start to realize that no matter what they say or do, it's not registering with you the way that it did once before. Nothing says that you have to sit there and listen to what they have to say. Nobody says you you have to sit there and read what they send you in a way to condemn you or to torture you or to make you feel less than. They don't deserve to have that kind of power over you. They can't work their way out of a wet paper bag, let alone how, how to orchestrate life. And subsequently, what they are in your life. Doesn't matter if they provided you with child or not. That was then and this is now. You got to stand up for yourself. You've got to be your greatest advocate. And you've got to get to the mindset that you don't deserve this. And I don't care what you've done in your past. I don't care what mistakes that you've made. I don't care where your journey has taken you through. It doesn't have to define who you are in a negative aspect. Instead, you can learn from those mistakes and apply those moving forward. Okay, this is what I did then. This is what happened because of it. And this is why I am where I am right now. At some point, something's got to click. And you've got to reshift your focus. Instead of believing what everybody else says that does not serve you in a positive manner, 
or does not bring any kind of joy or happiness or love or anything like that to your life, they don't deserve to have that kind of access to you with child or not. Doesn't matter. You need to recognize and you need to accept the fact that you are good enough as who you are. And if there are things about you that you don't necessarily like, if there are characteristics that you portray that ultimately you know is not what you want, then you are the one that has to to set the next course of action here. You are going to have to stand up on your own two feet, and it's going to be a struggle. Because like I said, these bitches are going to be trying to hold you down under their thumb, but you don't have to stay there. It's not that powerful, man. It doesn't have to be. Especially if you have a lot going on in your life that is good. You have people who are your cheerleaders. If you have people who appreciate you, who recognize you for who and what you are, and they accept you for who and what you are. Those are the people you need to focus on. Those are the people that you need to listen to. Those are the people that you want on your side. It ain't the scorned ex. Because they've already made their bed. You know what I mean? And they're having a real hard time trying to come to terms with They're going to have a real hard time coming to terms with the fact that they're the ones that fucked up. Eventually, that does click. It could, I mean, it may, it may happen tomorrow. But it may happen 10 years from now. But by that time, you are so far removed from that situation, it ain't going to make a shit and bit of difference one way or the other. We need to get back into the mindset that we are good enough. We are good people with good hearts who deserve the good things in life. Especially when you have recognized that and you want to make these changes, but you're scared. You're scared for the backlash, the ramifications that may come your way. Again, there's laws and there's practices in place for a reason. And you've got to uh, you've got to explore those options if you feel like that that's your best course of defense. But under no circumstances should anybody allow be allowed to have the kind of control over you to where it compromises who and what you are as an individual. We all have our own talents. We all have our own strengths and weaknesses, and they're different from one person to the other. Doesn't make you less than. Doesn't make you anything like that. You need to look in the mirror tomorrow morning when you wake up. Like seriously, look at yourself in the mirror. And you may go down memory lane and think about all the less than ideal scenarios and situations that you were a part of that you may have orchestrated yourself. But that was then. 
nothing you're going to do or say is going to change the fact that it happened. What you can do is apply the lessons learned from that to move forward. And embrace your your individuality. To embrace the good that you are, the good that you want, the good that lies within. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved. You deserve to be respected. And instead of putting so much effort and emphasis and attention on those individuals who don't see it that way, you need to focus on the ones that are championing for you. Your cheerleaders, your loved ones, the ones who believe in you, the ones who accept you for you, those are the ones you need to rally around. There is a way to sever those ties. It ain't going to be easy. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that it is. But at the same time, you we get one shot at life, man. One. And if you have a situation presented in front of you that offers you that peace, love, respect, and all of the feelings that you want to feel, that you deserve to feel, that's what you need to focus on. And let the other party, the former party, Let them deal with the fact that you are living in their brain rent-free. And what it is, is that they, they are struggling themselves coming to the realization of what a complete and total fucktard that they truly are. Now, in their, in their feeble little minds, they, they will probably talk themselves into the fact that they're the victim. Mm, No, more often than not. That is not the case. You are the reason why this is. You are a stain on the underwear of life. People people have a real hard time with that. Um, here's the thing, though, and I'll wrap up by saying this. Anything worth having is worth fighting for. Doesn't matter what it is. Feelings of respect, feeling, you know, being loved, being accepted. Anything worth fighting worth having is worth fighting for. You just gotta be willing to do it. And there will be tight, there will be times, there will be days that you will question yourself, am I doing the right thing? Listen to your heart. Listen to your gut. I realize that the easy way to go is just to maintain this path that that you're on, but easy doesn't always equate to better or ideal. That certainly is the case here. You're going to have to fight for it. But the end result is worth the fight. I say that from experience, personal experience. There have been many a time during the course of my journey this year that I could have just thrown my hands up and said, fuck it, it's too hard, I can't do it. I'm just going to go back to what I know. I'm going to go back to what's easy. But I know myself well enough to know that that's not what I want. That's not where I want to be. 
So yeah, fucking bring it with everything you got. And I'm going to be still standing here. Still standing. And I'm going to turn around, I'm going to look at you, I'm going to be like, is that all you got? Because you hit like a bitch. Don't ever. Don't ever. Let another person or scenario compromise who you are. You are amazing in so many ways. So many ways that people may not realize because they just don't take the time because they're too busy. I'm so busy. Everybody's got time in their day to relate to the ones that mean something to them, what they mean to them, and what good they bring to their lives. Rally around those people. And the other ones on the other side of the coin can, well, fuck right off. Don't ever forget who you are. Because who you are is good enough. With that, if you have questions, comments, feedback, show topic ideas, anything of the sort, you can find our contact information at klaustotheheart.net. Or you can find us over on Facebook. Drop me a DM or a comment, and um, I will address it accordingly. Go out this week. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. Quick programming note. uh, This Friday, beginning at 6 p.m., Live streaming on ONTV's Facebook page, the next installment of the Klaus and Q show with my friend Quad L. Edwards. Um, we certainly encourage you to tune into that. It's going to be a, a pretty good episode. Again, starts at 6 p.m. It's one hour long. Just go over to facebook.com forward slash Orion ONTV. And then we will be back here next Tuesday. Well, presumably, with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm.